Well, it's great to be in the house of the Lord this evening. Thank you for your attendance tonight as we gather as the people of God to lift up our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. There is a secular saying, a world saying that we have not all been dealt the same hand. It's a secular saying, yet we all understand it. We aren't all dealt the same hand in life, and we know that it's true. Different homes, different surroundings, different families, different influences, different standards, different ethics, different morals. We aren't all dealt the same hand in life. Perhaps one could argue that life isn't fair. If only I was born then. If only I was born there. If only I was born into this family or that family. If only I was born in this country or that country. We may not have all been dealt the same hand in life, but we are all dealt what we truly need. What are we talking about this evening? We may not have all been dealt the same hand in life, but we've all been dealt a Savior. John 3.16, we know it well. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. By believing in Him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. 1 John 3.16, by this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. Matthew 20.28, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. The Amplified Bible reads, the Son of Man came not to be waited on, but to serve. And to give his life as a ransom for many, the price paid to set them free. How many are thankful for the Savior tonight? We may not have all been dealt the same hand in life, but we've all been dealt a supporter, an advocate. 1 John 2, verses 1 and 2, my little children. These things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the whole world. The margin of the voice Bible, these words are found there. The word sin 
has virtually disappeared from modern conversation. Afraid of sounding judgmental, we call sin something else. A mistake, an addiction, a tendency, a bad decision. And ignore it as normal and natural behavior. But John is calling the church to a radical holiness where those in the church will regularly remember their sins and seek God's forgiveness. Each sin, small and large, injures us or someone else. It imprints on our soul, makes us imperfect, and separates us from the perfect God. If we confess our sins to God each day, then He will purify our hearts and draw us closer to Him. Thank the Lord for Jesus our Savior, our supporter. 2 Samuel 22, verses 17 to 19, He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. The truth is, in life, waters come, enemies come, confrontation, days of calamity, but the Lord was my support. The NLT reads, the Lord supported me. We may not have all been dealt the same hand in this life, but we've all been dealt a supplier. What does the word say? Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The message paraphrase, you can be sure that God will take care of everything you need. His generosity exceeding even yours. In the glory that pours from Jesus, it's so true. Our God and Father abounds in glory that just pours out into eternity. Yes. Pastor Jim, symbol or symbola of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, he said these words, Satan wants us to focus on the problem, not the provider. He constantly points to what seems to be rather than to what God has promised to do. If we stop spending time with the Lord in prayer, the concerns of the physical world snatch our attention and dominate us, while the spiritual senses deaden and the promises fade. I am absolutely convinced that the number one reason that Christians today don't pray more is because we do not grasp the connection between prayer and the promises of God. We are trying as individuals and churches to pray because we're supposed to. Without a living faith in the promises of God concerning prayer. No faith life of any significance can be maintained by this ought to approach. 
There must be faith in God at the bottom. When real faith in God arises, a certainty comes that when we call, He will answer, that when we ask, we will receive, that when we knock, the door will be opened. We've all been dealt a supplier. Matthew 6, verses 31 to 33, Therefore, is there any worry in the house? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. That's the only marriage counseling I received, was Matthew 6.33. It's worked so far. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Everything will work out. Genesis 22.14, Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And yes, the New King James Version, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. I encourage us all to seek right and seek first. We may not have all been dealt the same hand in life, but we've all been dealt a sustainer. You can make your own list. We've all been dealt a sustainer. Psalm 54, verse 4, the NIV. Surely God is my help. The Lord is the one who sustains me. Psalm 3, verses 1 to 5. Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me. My glory in the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustained me. Is there anyone in the house of the Lord that needs a touch from the Lord tonight? Psalm 41.3, the Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain, that is, restore him on his sickbed. Let real faith rise and let certainty come. Have we come into the house of the Lord tonight and we're carrying a heavy load? What does the word say? Psalm 55, verse 22, cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. I will not be moved. I will not be shaken. We may not have all been dealt the same hand in life, but I've got good news tonight. We've all been dealt the same Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The same Father, a perfect Father, a father who delights in his children, 
James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. We read verses like Romans 8.15, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Now we know the reality is that we haven't all had the same earthly father. But we all have the father of all fathers. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 18, I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. As we heard this morning, Matthew 7, verse 11, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? In the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 32, Do not fear, little flock. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. What a loving Father. What a caring Father. What a holy Father, a righteous Father. We've all been given access to this relationship an opportunity. We've all been dealt the same perfect father, access to a father-son, father-daughter relationship like no other. Where would we be without this relationship? The reality is we haven't all been dealt the same hand in life. And it's true. But the good news is, we've been dealt a Savior. We've been dealt a supplier. We've been dealt a sustainer. We've been dealt a Father a perfect Father who loves perfectly will never let us down, never leave us high and dry. There's good thoughts towards us. We've all been dealt the same son. You know, where would we be without Jesus? And some of us know. <laughs> Who would we be without Jesus? Some of us know. What would we be without Jesus? You see, He is our light. He is our hope. He is our answer. He is our victory. He is the great overcomer. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. We haven't all been dealt the same hand in life. 
I'm going to share a scripture with you out of the Passion Translation. Colossians 3, verse 11. In this new creation life, your nationality makes no difference, nor your ethnicity, education, nor economic status. They matter nothing, for it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. The same Father, the same Son, and the same Holy Ghost, a.k.a. the Holy Spirit. John 14, 26, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, I love the King James Version, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I bought my kids Bibles, and I bought them the King James Version. What? Why not a paraphrase? Something easier to read. Oh, I want smart kids. I'm just kidding. Whatever happened to proper English, you know what I'm saying? You know how desperately we need the Holy Ghost? You know, honestly, I pray that we know, that we know how desperately we need the power of the Holy Ghost. You know, the Holy Ghost is our helper, our comforter, the great teacher, the great instructor, and thank God for the conviction of the Holy Ghost. Man, we'd get ourselves into a lot of trouble if we didn't have the conviction of the Holy Ghost. Things would snowball real quick. Conversations, relationships, all these things without the conviction of the Holy Ghost. So I thank God for conviction. Rather than pushing it away, Lord, I want that conviction. I want to feel it. And I want to feel it quick. As one mighty preacher wrote, inserting the name of instructor for comforter, we can see Christ prayed for us to be sent another instructor. To be the person to explain Scripture. To be the authoritative oracle of God who will make all dark things light, who will unravel mysteries, who will untwist all knots of revelation, and who will make you understand what you could not discover had it not been for his influence. No man ever learns anything correctly unless he is taught by the Spirit. Loads of truth there. Romans 15, 13 Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Abounding in hope. That's the heart of God for us. That we would be those that are abounding in hope. Not through the power of anything else. What does it say? Abounding in hope through the power of of the Holy Ghost. We may not have all been dealt the same hand in life, 
people, we have all been dealt the same Word of God. Psalm 119, verses 9 to 16, how can a young man cleanse his way? Perhaps there's someone here tonight that's been asking the question. How can I cleanse my way? Maybe you're a young believer. How can I cleanse my way? Well, the answer's here. By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart, I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much. I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Need a light? Need a lamp? What does it say? Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Maybe you came into the house of the Lord tonight and you're saying, I don't need a lamp, I need a weapon. Well, good news, Ephesians six seventeen, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, the message paraphrase, God's word is an indispensable weapon. And we read Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Listen, we've all been dealt the same. We've all been dealt what we truly need. We all have the Bible. Now more than ever, we all have access to the Bible. We all have the living word of God. Psalm 19, verses 7 to 10, the law of the Lord is perfect. If you've been questioning that, it says the law of the Lord is perfect. Converting, or that is restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. The Passion Translation reads, The revelation light of his word makes my spirit shine radiant. The rarest treasures of life are found in his truth. That's why God's word is prized like others prize the finest gold. Sweeter also than honey are his living words, sweet words dripping from the honeycomb. Is your hand looking different yet? The hand you're holding dealt a Savior. 
Delta supporter, Delta supplier, Delta sustainer. Dealt the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Dealt the Word of God. Listen, if we've got these in hand, we've got all we need. More than enough. And how blessed we are. We can have the worship team return tonight. Do we realize how stacked our hand is? Has hope left the building? Do we realize how stacked our hand is? We may not have all been dealt the same hand in life, but we've all been dealt the same name. A mighty name. A name above all other names. The greatest name of all. And his name is still the strong tower. And the righteous run into it. And they are safe. We have the name Jehovah, the name Jesus. Years ago, handed out a little prayer guide. How to pray. And these names are on that card. Jehovah Jireh, Jesus Jireh, provider. Jehovah Rophe, Jesus Rophe, our healer. Jehovah Nisi. Our victory, Jehovah M. Kadesh, sanctifier. Jehovah Shalom, peace. Anybody need a shepherd tonight? Jehovah Rohi. Jehovah Tidkanu, righteousness. Jehovah Shama, felt presence. Take a look at your hand. And I feel what the Holy Spirit would say is, let the if-onlys die tonight. Let the if-onlys die tonight. You've been carrying around if-onlys for far too long. You say, what are you talking about? If only I had born, been born at this time. If only I had been born then. If only I had been born into that family or that family or that family. If only I had been born into a Christian family. Look, you're here tonight. Join the family. Join the family. If only I had... This home, if only I had this father, if only I had this mother, if only I... Whatever it is, and you know what your if only is, but I feel like the Lord is saying, it's time to let them die. Psalm 16, verses 5 to 11. O Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave me in Sheol, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Second Peter 1, verses 1 to 4. To those who have obtained 
received like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Wow. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. And you know, if you're following along in the Bible reading guide, I think you may have read this this morning. Psalm 13, 6. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Listen, we got all we need. We've got more than enough. More than enough. Let's stand in this house tonight. The altar's open tonight if you need prayer for anything. If you want to come and say, Lord, I'm going to let go of that if only tonight. i got to lay it down once and for all. I just need to deal with this tonight so I can walk out free. That that if only would plague me no longer and cage me no longer. But what I really want to do in this place, the team's going to lead. And we just read that verse. I wonder if the people of God could just take a few moments and sing unto the Lord. Lift up a song unto the Lord, and it doesn't have to be the song that we're about to sing. But would we take just a few moments here in closing and begin to th- thank the Lord for dealing bountifully with us? Would you begin to thank the Lord for dealing bountifully with you? Lord, we thank you tonight. Lord, we thank you tonight. Lord, for how you've provided for us all the things that we've been dealt, Lord. We thank you tonight for sending your son, Jesus. Thank you for the Savior. We thank you, Lord, that you are the supplier, that you supply all our needs. Lord, we thank you that you are the sustainer, that you sustain our lives, O Lord. Just begin to go down the list and make your own tonight. Lord, we thank you for dealing bountifully with us. We exalt you and lift you up, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.